are fans of the current series of Doctor Who, and on this podcast, we discuss our likes, dislikes, and insights of the modern regeneration of the show. Today's episode is episode 12, Bad Wolf. We venture back to Satellite 5 and discover that reality shows can indeed get worse. (laughs) This episode is written by Russell T. Davis, directed by Joe Ahern, and it first aired on the 11th of June, 2005. The viewership was 6.81 million viewers, the lowest of the series. Really? Yeah. Wow. Very strange, huh? Yeah, especially since it's the second to last episode of the season. I don't know what's going on with those Brits, but... All right, let's go around the table. Hi, everyone. This is Kelsey. Hey, this is Josh. Hi, this is Auburn. And this is Arlene. Hello, this is Frank. Hi, this is Brian. And this is Eugene. The Doctor, Rose, and Jack are abducted from the TARDIS by a transmat beam and find themselves as contestants in different reality shows. The Doctor is the house guest on Big Brother. Rose is on the weakest link with the android. And Captain Jack is on the makeover show, What Not to Wear. I find it, uh, go ahead. I was going to say that they fought kind of hard to get the Big Brother stuff. The director, Joe. He wanted like the logo, the uh, the music, the set, the diary chair, and they even got Davina McCall, the the voice of Big Brother UK. Because it's not uh, a BBC show. Yeah, it was it's on, on Ch- uh, Channel it's 4? on Channel Four. Channel Four. It later moved to Channel Five, but so they got the equivalent of ABC agreeing to air something on CBS. So, so I think that was worth pointing out, even though we don't really know about it, but that's kind of cool. There's a very different opening to a show. I mean, it's such a comic opening. It's, you always see the doctor doing a whole face pump kind of, right. what is going on? You've got to be kidding. And Rose is just laughing about this whole situation. And then, of course, Jack loves being naked in front of millions <laughs> of viewers. So it just had such an odd opening, a whole different flavor to the show. I mean, such a comic twist to it. And I wonder, because I know that's... That's also the theme music for Big Brother. Yes, they they fought to get that too. Yeah, so I think maybe the theme music kind of dictated what kind of a mood to have the opening in. Because to me, it, it makes you think like, as a viewer in the UK, you're you're flipping through channels and then you hear Big Brother, but on a different channel. And you're like, what, what, what's going on? So, I don't know. It's well, like... I wanted to stay to find out what was going on because it was such <laughs> a different, you know. Opening. Introduction to yeah. it. Like, okay, where are they going to go with this episode? Maybe that's why I had the, the lowest ratings they, they thought flipped it was a different to it channel. Yeah, temporarily yeah. and thought Maybe. it was Big Did, Brother. Didn't they also say that this was the night that a season of Big Brother premiered on Channel 4? It was the same um, it was time, at the same time around period. the same time, so maybe yeah. that why. That's so, why. What year was it? 2005? Yeah. yeah. It was weird because when I originally saw this episode, it was years later, so I didn't immediately realize that these were the shows. These were even shows. I'm like, oh, yeah. the week. <laughs> I think my original reaction was, why are they doing this show? Like, because the weakest link was the only one I really recognized, because that was over and done in America by then. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. We discovered that reality shows have changed over time. If you are voted off, lose, or quit the game, you are quickly killed. I wish that happened now. <laughs> Rose watches the woman she helped vote off, and she's disintegrated right in front of her by the android. Roderick, a fellow contestant, tells Rose that all the games are run by the Bad Wolf Corporation. Roderick wants to keep Rose in the game so he can beat her in the end and live. And get all the money. He's he's very interested in the money, too. As he should be, because he's a contestant. And that's also Anne Robinson's voice. Yes. For the android. Yes. Yes. That's funny. So it is the actual host for uh, The The Wicked Link. Link. 
And uh, the guy playing Roderick is uh, Patterson Joseph, and I recognized him from another UK show called Peep Show. Um, it was just great to see him in something else. I'm sure his mother was happy, too. <laughs> he played Johnson on the, the Peep Show, or Peep Show. I was kind of bothered with Rose's laughing before somebody got disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't even seem quite in character, and maybe it is just a British thing. Like, those shows might be just more ingrained. I think it's their culture. the absurdity of it all. She's like, this I would is... laugh too. You just got pulled off the TARDIS, no, no what, and you're put into this game. Yeah. And it's just, it's a game, and everybody's reaction is so overblown, all the other contestants. And in the ones that we watched today, it is as if you would be dying if you left the show. Mm. Yeah. And that's not the case. <laughs> and it's just so overacted, overblown. And so she's just having fun with it. On top of she's being asked questions which are absurd. Which she knows right. she can't answer. There's no, she doesn't have a reference for this. So I yeah. like that part going, this is just crazy. But one part that I don't understand is that when Rose is laughing, they cut to somebody, the woman controller or the woman um, worker in the station saying... The stage manager. That one? No. 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 Oh, oh, the one in, up, up on the on floor. 500. 500. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And she says... She knows. She knows. She's I think she knows. But they never come back to it. And that always bugs me. Because yeah. what? What does she know? Because oh. later on... I mean, we'll talk about it later, what the secrets are. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like that woman knows, knows. those secrets. So I want to know what it is that she's referring and to. Was is... there something cut out of the script? It just mm-hmm. seemed... And this is place. while Rose was still chuckling? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the very, very beginning. I noticed that too. That bothered me as well. Because I was expecting it to know. come back. Or, <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, what does Rose... Yeah, it's the, what it's, does she think Rose knows? It's the Indian woman. Yeah. Uh, next they to the, never yeah. have... The characters don't have names. I don't Ever? Remember. I yeah. don't remember. Wow. <laughs> They're credited no, as the man one. and woman. Um, but I thought the one guy introduces himself to Jack near the end. Oh, he... That's different. I don't remember. Oh, he does. Oh, well. Maybe it's a and so he gets a name in the, the next second episode. episode. In this one, he doesn't have a name yet. That could be. Yeah, that could. Maybe she was just referring to like Rose knows something we don't know. But the secret way she to said life it, type. Thing. I think she knows. So it looks she, like she's she in maybe on saying, something. Does she know the like she knows the answer? No, she she doesn't. Because the other guy was asking, "Why is she laughing? Doesn't she know the uh, weight mm-hmm. of this that you're going to get killed? I mean, everybody watches the shows. Everybody knows." that part of it and so mm. this woman saying i think she knows didn't make sense to me it's like what why would rose be laughing what does she know that none of the other contestants had and she to? seemed worried too that she knew right so it's like so russell right. if you're out there we'd like to know what was cut from the show maybe, <laughs> it, was just, yeah, maybe it was just a red herring like just to throw the mm. audience off Add tension before the opening Or to say credits. something else is going on, just to give that information mm-hmm. that something's going on. To see the mystery or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so the doctor... Dis- no, go before, ahead. Before, yeah. yeah. Um, the doctor's meeting the other contestants that are... In the house. In the house. And one of them, you know, Linda asks, do people like me? Well, who's watching? What is it like? And it's like, that's the main point Purpose, that she's yeah. talking about. That would be the same today as it mm-hmm. was then. Oh, yeah. Because as you guys know that work in reality, mm-hmm. things can be changed. Oh, yeah. Editing floor room what <laughs> well i thought uh also during that the doctor ends up lying to her about yeah. how well received she is oh you're the sweet one but that's i mean he's making that up at that point and i know the doctor right. lies but i think he's it was just doing a little, it to like i'm busy that's yeah. not the important thing like, you need to have to kind yeah of, yeah that's mm-hmm. not important but fine yes everybody loves you great now let's move, move on, on. Yeah. what i'm doing here <laughs> yeah 
He could have been rude, but he was kind. No, it was it right. Was, it was right. a good. It was a, it was a good way to brush her off, sort of, mm-hmm. in a nice way. The doctor decides that if something powerful enough to pull him from the TARDIS wanted him dead, they would have just killed him instead of placing him in the game. He uh, destroys a camera in order to be evicted and discovers that he was right. The disintegration beam doesn't function. Whatever brought him here wants him alive. He asks the other contestant to come with him. Linda Moss, that's Linda with a Y, agrees that they break out of the game and they uh, agrees and they break out of the game to discover they are on satellite five. Before you go on. Yes. Uh, when he's examining the big brother house mm-hmm. and he goes to the door and he tries to open the door, mm-hmm. Linda with a Y says yes. that it's deadlocked. That is the first reference to deadlock. In this series. I think ever. Hold on. Explain what the deadlock is. The deadlock is where they, the sonic screwdriver can't unlock something. Um, it's, it's sealed even beyond the sonic's capacity, and they use it all the time going forward. You're right. That's This is the first time it's ever mentioned because it's mentioned again. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty cool because in watching all the Doctor Who episodes that I've watched, I never paid attention to that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's what that means. But so, like in the future, he'll, he'll be doing something and it won't work, and he's like, "Oh, it's deadlocked." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whenever they don't want this Sonic to be the device that right, fixes right. everything, yeah. well, then yeah, well, then maybe they should have started. Stop! Didn't they shouldn't have started making it the device that I can't talk. <laughs> you know what I was gonna say? Deus Ex Sonica. <laughs> yeah. Well, the deadlock seal appears again in the school reunion, evolution of the Daleks, and forty-two. So we'll see that later. Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Um, but the, the, the word transmat was used uh, as shorthand for matter transmission in the arc in space in 1975 with Tom Baker. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's a trash bag episode. It's the trash bag episode, <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the, the fact that they're visiting Satellite 5 again in timeline, is it taking place after or before the last episode we were there? It's a hundred years, years later. Years later. Okay. Yeah. yeah the sad. the episode opens up with a recap of right. Adam at, and his the, the long game, and then uh, then cuts and says one hundred years later. It does say that. Okay. Yes. I liked when he was asking the other contestants to come with them. You know, it's like, well, you have a fifty fifty chance to of live, here. or you can come with me. Better odds. And what he says to Linda, I thought was great. It's like, Linda, you're the sweet one. No one votes for the sweet one. <laughs> Get out of there. I just thought that was a great little line. So Linda tells the doctor that no one has called it Satellite 5 since it was a news satellite 100 years ago. One day, all the news just stopped broadcasting, which led to panic on Earth. The Bad Wolf Corporation took over the satellite and renamed it the Game Station. The doctor realizes that in his attempt to place humanity back on track, Somehow, he caused this instead. Yeah, so 100 years ago, it was off track because of the Jagrafis. And he thought he corrected it. I mean, just he's getting the idea. Everything he does affects so much. You know, he thought he fixed it. He thought he had set it on track. And he doesn't know what happened. Why is it wrong again? What's mm-hmm. about this satellite? And what's about this period of time that just keeps going off track? Yeah, I agree. We find out. But I mean, that's... Well, yes, we, you know, we, we, we will find out. The other episode the long game plus this it's there's something about what's going on now well and i think that ties in nicely this season you know we've had a few times when people have accused him of being godlike or having these huge powers and so if he was a god he kind of set this into motion and then just went away you know and didn't even bother to check in for a hundred years so it's kind of uh you know his own conscious 
that that's been one of the themes this season is why what are you doing and how what are the repercussions of that and i i liked yeah how you know he thought he he left them good and he ended up plunging them worse farther away yeah um, yeah you definitely can see that in his eyes or in his face that there's mm-hmm. the guilt of i caused this without even yeah trying to, meaning to yeah another section that happens here is you get an idea that linda could be another companion oh absolutely they start oh, talking yeah. and she's like well maybe i can travel with you and he actually looks at her and goes yeah, yeah there's something you're... about you you have a brain mm-hmm. and you know, quirky way of looking things but he liked it it's like okay wait a minute is this going to be another companion? Where's Rose again? <laughs> what game is she on? Um, I wanted to point out that the doctor, no, not that doctor. Um, Rose is in The Weakest Link, which is, it looks like a very simple set because it's mostly just like close-ups of the contestants with a, a black, dark background. And that, I, Yeah, that's what the show was. Yeah, I think they Did saved... they show the audience over there? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think they saved some money that way to do all the effects on uh, this game station. Um, I think oh. it's very simple. And like even with the doctor being in a dark room with the diary chair, that's very simple too. So they're finding ways to say, uh, build up to the other. Well, effects. the diary room chair, I believe, is the diary room chair from the real yes. show. Yeah. I think, <laughs> they just used the exact thing. Yeah, I think they went to the set or something. Oh, yeah. They got. No, I don't think they went to no? the set, okay. but they got everything even the announcer <laughs> even the woman who yeah, says Davina. doctor please report to the diary room yeah, is yeah Davina the, McCall yeah the British Julie Chen oh that's funny I thought she says please report to the dining room no. that's and what I, I heard too I was so too. confused when he went inside <laughs> I was like this this is the oddest looking dining room I've ever seen this this is a completely Brits. different show <laughs> have you never seen the show I've never seen either British or American version no um, that's if only these we people spoke people. English. <laughs> Proper English. Um, John Berriman's uh, butt shot was also cut off, cut Aww. out of this uh, episode. <laughs> when he it gets is his... still a children's show. So. Yeah. Somebody's, so got that, show. somebody's got that footage somewhere. <laughs> it was by BBC. Uh, John, yeah. so. See, John has that footage. The ratings went down. They because that he, said, he said, hey, um, your viewership just went up. Right. But it really did it because <laughs> they cut it off. Also, with all the references, you know, the the Linda says the Bad Wolf Corporation takes uh-huh. it over, and Roderick doesn't he say to Rose, um, "Bad Wolf runs mm-hmm. everything." Everything. Uh-huh. Um, so we have all these Bad Wolf references, and Rose is beginning to figure out. And the Doctor now they're not ignoring it anymore. Yeah. Oh, I also love right at that moment we get another reference for the very first time. Very first time. Yeah. One of the questions or the answer answer to a question. The answer to a question references Torchwood. This is a first mm-hmm. mention. And that's the first mention of Torchwood. Not that it might I don't know if it's gonna mean anything. But But just keep that in their yeah. back pocket. So even in the season before, Russell had plans. Yeah. Well just like the long game uh, which we covered earlier. Russell's playing the long game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we covered earlier. We were all some of us were wondering what, what's behind all of this and here we're gonna find out, hopefully. No one working on the station knows where these three strangers, meaning the Doctor, Rose, and Jack, have come from or how they arrived in the games. Seeing that some of these strangers have left the games, two of the station workers go to the controller for answers. The controller is a woman who is physically hooked into all the games on the station. She tells them nothing is wrong and orders them to return to work. They need to prepare for the approaching solar flares. And that's the second time soldier... The solar flares were mentioned in this episode. 
another time was um, producer for the weakest link said the solar flares are yes. coming. Yes, so pay attention. So just subtly put it in there, but it's a big plot point. Yeah. Jack is having a great time on his game show, and he's trying on all these new clothes, and sometimes not any clothes at all, until two robot hosts, the two robot hosts want him to try on a new head. He pulls a compact laser out of his from behind him and destroys them. <laughs> he then alters the defabricator device into a powerful weapon and leaves to find the others. After locating the doctor and Linda with a Y, they discover that Rose is the weakest link in or is in the weakest link game. They break onto the set just Before in time. There. Just a couple little tidbits, sorry. You're stopping him now? I know. Just well, the- he kept talking. <laughs> Uh, the two robots and whatnot to wear are the voices of the actual whatnot. To oh wear. yeah, <laughs> so they got them. And also, I liked um, the doctor. You know, uh, Linda with a Y tells the doctor that the news stopped a hundred years ago. Nobody knows what like, happened. You were there a hundred years ago. Yes, and the doctor says it was me. I did it. And she's like, how could you have been here a hundred years ago? And he says, I moisturize. It's a callback. Call it always reminds me of Cassandra. Yeah. Well, it is a callback to uh, yeah. the end of the world. <laughs> so, um, now back to where we left off. Well, the scene. I, or not. Or not. Well, just, I just wanted <laughs> to mention that I really like that scene where um, the doctor's getting more and more frustrated because he realizes that the, the stakes of losing Rose are great at this moment, but at the same time, him and Jack are working in such tandem, mm-hmm. but the doctor's frustrated the whole time, and it's it kind of seems like he's frustrated at Jack, but everything that Jack is doing in that scene is helping the doctor. I just thought that was very... I just love that scene. Like It's so dramatic, oh, yeah. and I feel like... It was just like... As a viewer, I'm watching it, and I'm like, yeah, Jack, what are you doing distracting the doctor? Oh, you're helping the doctor. Oh, okay, that's cool. Stop. Oh, no, you're helping him. Oh, that's really cool. Like, it was just neat seeing the two of them working as such a cool, as such a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're at that computer panel, and he mm-hmm. pulls it off the, the, the panel, and then he gives the doctor the, um, the vortex manipulator mm-hmm. to try to help track him. Oh, that's right. He and it's not that, compatible. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he's helping, but yet the... But it's great that he's... A... It shows that he's a good companion. He's yeah. always mm-hmm. there to support the doctor. Mm-hmm. The doctor's trying to pull it off. He's there to help him. Boom. Okay, that's done. What do you need? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it as him being upset at Jack. It's just that got things that, weren't just, working. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, things weren't working mm-hmm. right, so he was getting upset. Right. I was just saying as a viewer, I thought that, I was thinking that at right. first, but then realizing, oh no, Jack is like he's being trying. really yeah. helpful yes. in this. And like, if he's he a good companion. There, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, uh, John Berriman had his hair longer because if they needed to do reshoots... He could style his hair um, uh, older, like in um, the World War II episode. I'm blanking my mind. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so um, that's why his hair looks a little longer. If you ever then when can't be trying the last didn't episode. Notice that. It's <laughs> that was looking at his hair. No, <laughs> no, his clothes were Yeah, I, I think it's part of Boomtown and the um, the Doctor dances. If, just in case. Well, the Doctor dances. It was a lot. Shorter, because that was the whole World War II style. But in Boomtown, he was a lot that's more... Boomtown then. Because he did mention that in just in case he needed to do reshoots on this other episode, he needed to keep his hair long, so that's why it looks that way. I liked at the beginning, going way back, that they had all mentioned that they dropped off and went to Rexacor, yep. Bofolo, Petorius, and dropped off the, the egg. The egg. <laughs> you know, the, the, we did that, then we did... Um, Something else, some other adventures. They were in Japan, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Japan? And yeah, like they went the to Japan. century? Yeah, 1336, Japan. Kyoto. And, and, so, the, and then, like, I want to see those adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where they wanted to tie in the hair because it wasn't didn't seem like a long 
period of their time mm-hmm. but yeah. this happens so that explains that if anybody else is wondering other than me no no one else is wondering <clears throat> no. <I> figured, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they discover that Rose is on the weakest link and is the weakest link in the game they break onto the set just in time to see Rose lose her final round and be disintegrated by a beam from the android. But first she runs towards the doctor. In a defiance the, of the game. Well, no, in no. desperation <laughs> to be saved. Yeah. I like the game, and yeah. she's going to run towards him, and everyone's like, yeah. And then... That kind of confused me. That <laughs> moment though, where she is so uh, dramatic. Yeah. Was she trying so to save good. the doctor, or she was just trying to run? No, she's just getting away from him. She's getting away. Yeah, you can see the desperation on Billy Piper's yeah face. Mm-hmm. It was just like was there so he is, good. the savior, and yet I can't. And the get audience, there. you don't see it coming because how many times has Rose been in that right. situation? Yeah, where the last minute the doctor comes in and saves her, and everything's great, and so you're like, yeah, go Rose, and then she gets the singer, and it's just so. I was just like, oh. this can't be it. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I kept thinking of the Dalek episode where the Dalek shoots, and then you think Rose is dead, but he actually shot to the side of her, and like you fooled us once, <laughs> fooled us again. We'll see. <laughs> see, I don't know. Like, I don't really care for Rose as a character. So <laughs> when I saw her get disintegrated, I was like, eh. But then oh. seeing the doctor's reaction yes. to it, that's oh. when I was like. <gasps> That's so sad. The way they covered that is amazing because they mute all the other sounds that are yeah. happening on set and it's just like this muffled audio track and then you just like are focused on the uh, Christopher Eccleston's reaction. And, and I thought the lighting was great because huh? it showed only half his face because the, oh, yeah, the shadows, the, shadow yeah. the, the lighting I thought was mm-hmm. excellent on that. You do hear Jack going nuts. You do, but it's muffled. And he but it's says, muffled. But he says freaking, which I <laughs> love. It's like, Okay, I know that's a polite term for a bad word, but it's still referencing a bad... You know, yeah, I'm yeah. still kind of surprised that they put freaking in there. It's well, very American. American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Jack like there's some words though, that we don't say here that they just throw left and right. Don't True. Don't forget Jack is American. Keep yeah. that. Now, Dr. Jack and Linda are arrested, but quickly overpower the guards and escape. They make their... W- They're going to the Lunar Penal Colony, by the way. That's, That's right. a callback. Yeah. That's a callback to the third doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, with a story with a master. That's right. The master. Yeah. yeah. I was going to look up the name of it, but it was kind of a boring one. So. Oh, well. Oh, um, just a side note. I I'm love Linda. Like, oh, yeah. when love they Linda. get arrested. I don't think we're in disagreement on that. She's not there going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? She's, like, right there with them. They break out. She grabs some weapons. And she's in the elevator with him, and I'm like, "Yeah, go, Linda." It's like she Ar- Ar- in to be a companion. Yeah, she's already. She's totally Ar- Arlene's already own. got her moving into Rose's room. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, "Let's go." She's blonde. She's British. What else do you need? <laughs> well, I think that's sort of the, what they, maybe what they were trying to go for, like it, the fakest into thinking mm-hmm. Rose was gone, and then here she'll this gal will take her place. Yeah, I think right they in. were intentionally doing that. Yeah. Right. Such a weird thing if that would have happened, like Rose, Linda. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, back to the lunar penal, penal colony. colony. Um, so it's just so it's a prison. Mm-hmm. Which moon is it? What's, our moon. It's our moon. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just a prison that's on the moon. Is it referred to get referred to again? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, it is definitely a callback to that previous third Doctor episode. Do they mention them? I don't think they mention lunar penal colony so. again. Not again. It's just a nice throwback to the fans. 
Okay. No, just like continuity-wise. All right. So our trio make their way to floor 500, which is still the control center for the station. After securing the floor, Jack accesses Archive 6, a room the controller recently blocked anyone from entering. Before you go on, I love that when they enter the floor 500. I remember you know, just recently watching this one and going, wait, the doctor's got a gun. He's got that's the a biggest big deal. He's got the... Yeah, yeah he's got the... Yeah. Makeshift defabricator. Defabricator, that's Yeah, right. and I'm like, wait, they have the doctor with a gun. And then they have the whole thing where he's like, oh, like I'm going to shoot. And he throws, <laughs> and it, he to throws the, it away yeah. to the bad guy. It's like, oh, I love this doctor. <laughs> and then he's like, I have the gun. Can I put it down? I am whatever. <laughs> put it down. I like do that I part. That yeah. was good. But that's almost just like... Just you could say that this is like that is a moment... A character moment. A character moment oh, yeah, of absolutely. the doctor that just, you could boil it down to, like, I'm going to shoot. Yeah. It's just great. And just as a reminder, um, has the doctor always been anti-guns, or is this in the this new series that we see him, and is it because of the, the war that he just went through that he's like, I... It's, he's like he's never liked guns, but he's never... Ha- okay. I, in he's the, never had one. He's never really... Yeah, I, I don't think he hates them. You know, not like he does now. Um, well, and, and not to break the timeline, but not like he hates them with Tenet, but, um, cause we've seen this doctor with a gun before he had a gun and he was going to shoot the Dalek and Rose calmed him down and said, you're not like this. I think the previous incarnations of the doctor went through various stages. I don't think they hated no, guns. I just don't think they ever used them cause that wasn't the show. Yeah, That's exactly. Awesome. I mean, unit had guns mm-hmm. and he never, he it's never, the- he never complained when the military people around him used their guns. Yeah. That was the third doctor. And, and fourth. fourth. And fourth. Yeah. And Jack had another good line with, do I look like an out of bounds kind of guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The way he holds those two guns looks very oh, weird was, to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And Jack has a key to the TARDIS. Yes. I, I He's already an official companion. You have a key to the, well. You think he probably got that in Japan? <laughs> As he was like, well, he picked that up rather quick. So. Um, also here. We, in this control room, we have a bunch of those blue lights that I love to mention so much. <laughs> <laughs> just for anybody else who's missing. Hey, them. just think, where was that key if he already had the gun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Before we dwell on that too long, Jack accesses Archive 6. There he finds the TARDIS, and He's with its keeping help... keeping it in his penal colony. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> Would you like to take please, that back? <laughs> I didn't like that lull edit that lull out also. <laughs> Jack discovers that the disintegration beam is really a secondary transmat beam. The solar flares have reached the station, shielding the controller from these um, from those that she is forced to serve. For a moment, or for a few moments, she can speak freely. The controller tells the doctor that she is the one who placed them in the games. She hid them there because that her masters do not monitor the games directly and she needs his help to stop them. They have been manipulating the planet into complacency for hundreds and hundreds of years, during which time they have strengthened in numbers. One might say they're playing a long game. Some might. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of years? I thought this was only... Um, but, but, but they set up the Jagrafex. Jag- it started before that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. They've been slowly and quietly manipulating and gaining in power and stuff. Which is why the great and, uh, fourth great and bountiful human empire mm-hmm. never happened. Mm-hmm. Because they've been manipulating things for so long. Uh-huh. Well, didn't we get a, re- a reference of it with the Shakespeare episode? Wait, how about like that? she says, "Bad Wolf" at the very end. You mean the the Dickens episode? The, I mean Dickens. Charles, says, okay, yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know what Shakespeare. Dickens. Yeah, there is a bad wolf reference there. So it's a bit of the big bad. Does that mean that they were kind of? That's something of... different. 
the bad wolf reference happening for hundreds and hundreds of years mm-hmm. is something different. We're getting okay. to that soon. But but that's the same, you know, long game message. The doctor is well, that's in the next episode, but he, yeah. he makes the same conclusion that Arlene just made. Yes. That mm-hmm. the bad wolf is tied to this. Yes. yes. We find out it's not. Yeah. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> the solar flares subside and the controller goes quiet. Jack? And isn't this point does the doc has the doctor talked to the two workers yet? Because the doctor says to them I think he you has. Know, you you you've been killing people for a hundred years. You just you know disintegrate so, them left and right. So I don't care what you think. Well, think well they say says. they say we're just doing our jobs. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. says you've lost the right to talk to yeah. me. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> you've just lost the right to talk to me. Is yeah, that was right great. before the controller because she had, was the right female before. programmer says doctor and he goes I'm not talking to you. Goes, yeah, no, I think she wants to talk to you. And right. So, yeah, so it was right after he said she says that. she says like slowly or quietly doctor. Yeah, and it's another. It's another doctor moment where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't use guns and you're just following orders. Get away from me. Just love that. It felt so bad for the controller. I mean, she's been this way since five. Yeah. And that suit of hers looks painful. <laughs> like yes. It's got these holes and like where she can plug into. Although her hairstyle is awesome. You see it later, it's all twirled up. Yeah. It's just, oh my God, it must have taken them forever to do that. Um, when they did uh, the... When Jack figures out what happened and he tests the transmat beam on Linda with a Y, I think it's funny how she puts out her right foot in a weird, like, right. I'm uncomfortable. Well, I didn't notice that. And then when, when she comes back, it's the same way. Oh, really? So I think it's like to yeah. clue us in that she's okay. <laughs> well, also, if you're going to do that, Jack, please don't make me think I'm being disintegrated. You can let me know first. Right. Uh, Jack returns and tells the others about the secondary transmat beam. Rose is alive and has been transported somewhere. Even knowing that her masters can hear her, the controller tells the doctor the coordinates of Rose's location before being transported to her master's ship and killed. Well, that's, you know, she tells most of the coordinates before they yeah. take her away, which, I mean, that's big defiance. I mean, she's, yeah. she's been trying to get this together. Secretly. Get the there, yeah. And it's like, I got to get this part done. I've got to stop this. And that's when the male controller figures out the rest of the coordinates yes. to help go okay everything seems to be going to this one spot just outside the solar system and we get the first image i guess of mm-hmm. a full image but it's in mm-hmm. a reflection of who the masters are did you guys catch yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah, well, I the first time we see them with rose we POV. see from their pov from the second with the controllers it's a reflection and i think that's covered Brilliant. very well the way they set up a Great stage reveal. That, yeah so, yeah read the rest so we can tell who it is because <laughs> it's, even now it's like that suspense yeah. going really well as the doctor finishes inputting the coordinates to rose's location we see rose wake up on that spaceship she gets her first look at the masters the ones behind it all and who are playing the long game are the daleks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I saw the promo last week. <laughs> I know, that kind of oh, that was terrible. Did, um, is that something that like the like when Davy saw that he was very angry? Yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, I I don't know exactly, but are we show, shown the the fleet of the? Yes, because when they okay. find the location, they were able to do the whole you know Star Trek. Oh, we can watch the end of the solar system from here. <laughs> yeah, and see it yeah and they were see... using they were using the station transmission to hide. To, to, to hide to, themselves. Right, to put a false image, so they turned that off. 
Or to cloak themselves cloak, in yeah. Star Trek so they, terms. Yeah, they just right, said... So they all see it. Jack sees it and, knows, and recognizes the ships. The Doctor... Yeah, people know who the Daleks are. Well, I like the location because it's the Horsehead Nebula. I don't know if anybody Yeah, that's not that. at the edge of the solar system, but... I'm eh, just saying. It's, it's cool. Picky. It's in the Orion constellation. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> 1,500 light years away fine. from Earth. Discovered by Barney. I didn't hear his... We're going, we're going, we're going full geek. <laughs> it's also called Barnard 33 after the Scottish uh, guy that found it. So Scottish is coming back into the Doctor Who thing. Going oh, okay. on Move on, Dr. Tyson. <laughs> Question. Yes. Uh, do we find out in the next episode, the continuation of this episode, where everyone else has been trans? Why Why they're yes, not being do. killed, but they're yes. just being... Okay. Yeah. Answer. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The Daleks open communication with the station, showing their massive fleet and that they have Rose. They tell the Doctor not to intervene with their plans or they will exterminate his companion. All seems lost when the Doctor replies, no. He takes complete control of the situation and tells the Daleks that he will save Rose right from under them and then proceeds to, and then proceed to wipe them out of existence. He shuts down the communication and the Daleks initiate a full-scale attack on Earth. It's so good. And one little thing for me is um, the doctor says no, which is a great dramatic mm-hmm. moment. But for me, it also does call back to the empty child when he's talking to Nancy and he says, you know, Europe's being overrun and one tiny little island says no. Yeah. And that made mm-hmm. all the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, it's so well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great moment. And part of me wants to think like, what if, if Linda was the new companion and he says no. Linda is my companion. <laughs> you can keep her. Do we fi- when do we find out? Why? Give me a few minutes and I'll bring her mother to you as well. <laughs> She's nice. Uh, do we find out why the Daleks are still around? Ever? Yes. Like what, we will. what he Next screwed episode. up. Next <laughs> I mean, I've seen these actually a few times and it's just it's so much to remember. There's a lot in the next episode. Yeah, so speaking of that, without um, spoiling too much, the teaser, that's, uh, it, 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 it ends with a voice saying, they survived through me. To Eccleston, I was like, who could that be when I first watched this? Yeah, me too. I had no idea. What and I was, was thinking of several things, but it's I want... the Christ Savior of the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking of Davros? Or... Yeah, I didn't want to... Yeah, I was thinking of Davros. Because we saw a Dalek, I was like, is that our first version of Davros in this season or this series now but we'll find out yeah. next episode but, I mean Davros? I remember when we first watched this he created the Daleks Daleks the Daleks Daleks the darling Daleks that's my accent <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we saw this episode for the first time we had no idea of any other mm. Dalek-y character right. so it really was like I had no idea what that but it makes is. me think of what the classic Who viewers were watching uh, yes, were yeah. reaction. They're like, yeah. "Oh, are we gonna get Davros?" Yeah, I don't know. And apparently, there's they... a lot of a lot of that was going on and still goes on, probably even more now. But mm. there's a big deal of people trying to figure out everything before it happens. <laughs> and so people were like, "Really, what is the big bad wolf?" They were trying to figure that out forever. And other little mysteries that they put in the seasons, fans just go crazy over. Frontier in space is where the penal colony was. <laughs> <I'm> oh. just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's pretty boring. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. I'll just... Yeah, I know. just kind of goes on and on and on. Um, something else to point out that the face of Bo was a, a question that Rose mm-hmm. got right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get him back. Uh, also to point out, now that we've revealed the Daleks, um, I don't know if this is... 
again, a British production thing. But in the Big Brother house, there was the single eye with like the universe rotating around it. That, is that you like take the, that, Brian? The, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the production company uh, Endomoss, I think it is, and oh, okay. um, uh, Channel Four made that for uh, Doctor Who. So that's their logo in the UK. Okay. Is the eye? But oh, they, okay. But they, like, they put a rotating universe inside the eye and gave it to them, and and Russell and Julie act like they had no idea it was going to happen because they're like. It was the greatest thing when we saw it. You it's, know, they really did kind of go above and beyond it's and kind give of, them everything. Yeah, it's kind of like taking the CBSI, which okay. was where Big Brother runs in the mm-hmm. our airs on the in the U.S. and just putting the star field behind it. Yeah, okay. without even being asked. Yeah, nice. Because yeah. they didn't know. They they said that they didn't. It it, it was all kind of last minute because they did try and they were told no. Okay. And then somebody somebody I I don't think it was the director of the episode, but somebody asked again, and suddenly Channel Four said sure, because. <laughs> episodes had aired by then so they knew what they were doing and that it was that this was actually a production a good quality production so suddenly they were like sure yeah no problem i was gonna tie it to the daleks being the single with the single mm, eye stock, eye stock. but oh, yeah. i guess that was a false uh premise I'm no but that like still works yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine it's that totally still I, wow i like that <laughs> Um, the controller, played by Nisha Nayar, the uh, the actress cast as the female programmer in this episode, previously appeared on one of the uncredited as a, an uncredited Red Kang extra in the 1987 classic series Paradise Towers. So this is the second actor to appear in both old or classic and new. You're talking about the female controller, not or the female programmer, female con- not the pro- controller. Pro- yes, sorry, I'm, I'm getting yeah, <laughs> controller programmer. Yeah, just name the people. <laughs> yes, yes, because she's not given a, a name. Like, right, I can't call her like Patel or something. Just you can also programmer. love the fact that these characters don't even have names, but we Russell, know them. But but Russell gives them a little bit of backstory, and yeah, you know, oh, I like you. Let's go out on a date, kind of a mm-hmm. thing. So they're not just there to uh, deliver exposition. Yes, they're written well and they're acted well. Yes, yeah, they're not just people that you can that can die without you having a exactly a reaction, a reaction. exactly yeah. or a, an attachment to yeah. not that we say they die <laughs> um the before they got ann robinson they were gonna have a celebrity impersonator do her voice oh then, really and then they got ann robinson so i was like oh this person is now out of a job <laughs> <laughs> but it had to be ann robinson nobody oh, yeah. could do that no not at all and the android is just brilliant <laughs> um the we this is the first this not the first maybe this is the first time we hear the Dalek uh, theme like full on I think it is because we, we didn't hear it in Dalek I don't know if we get it but this is the one with the choir I don't remember if yeah. we got that in Dalek but I think we did get the theme in Dalek okay yeah but the music that is heard with the Dalek fleet is revealed it has a chorus singing what is happening translated from in Hebrew so, really yeah oh so I think that's kind of cool. Wow, that's interesting. What is happening? <laughs> do, you, do you know Hebrew? That's how it is. No, okay. yeah, no. I do, Hebrew. actually. I'm not, okay. <laughs> I will... Right there. <laughs> oh, it's not... It's in English transliteration, right? Okay, I... That's it. Oh, that's the phonetics. Ko- yeah. So they're saying it's that. Ma kore. Oh, I don't so they're saying that in the song. Ma kore. Not what is happening, because that would sound weird. What is happening? Doesn't make sense because there's no real K sound in Hebrew. Oh well, whatever. Well, well, how would you say it in Hebrew? How would you say what? Is well, happening? I, I'm trying to think about like what it would be translated. Like, what are the characters that would have been used? So, mm-hmm. so back to the Torchwood reference. Uh, it is an anagram of Doctor Who. 
So that's how we got the, yeah. uh, uh, Russell Davies got that Russell T Davies. Oh. It was Torch when they were, is it is an anagram, anagram of Doctor. It was also their um, when Spell they were. It out. Go ahead. You know, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> 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 it was also their um, uh, pseudonym when they were filming, oh. so that people were, well, what's filming here? What's filming here? Or oh, we're filming Torchwood. So it was their so blue sky. What was the pseudonym when they were filming Torchwood? <laughs> Torchwood. Because <laughs> then the cat, the cat was out of the bag by then. Oh, so, right. and even Doctor Who doesn't do it anymore because yeah, you know, well. gee, it's a giant blue box. Yeah, yeah it's Doctor <laughs> Who. So, I like near the end of these this episode when the um, the Doctor threatens the Daleks, saying, "I'm coming, I'm going to wipe you out." And they're in, you have no weapons, no defenses, no plan. Because yeah, doesn't that scare you to death? I love that. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. He doesn't need those. He's got it. It's a great, a great cliffhanger because mm-hmm. it's both. How is that going to happen? And yet I'm pumped to see what happens. Yes. <laughs> this is a great episode for, uh, as for the character yeah. of the Doctor. Yeah, I agree. You know, just the from the whole beginning where he's just like, what is going on to, I figured this out, you know, now I'm going to solve it. Oh, wait, they've taken Rose. Yeah, and this is like the Doctor taking charge. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of what we've come to anticipate, and yet mm-hmm. we're It also, there. you know, it... it it shows where the doctor, I mean, he always gets involved, but you know how he always says, I just want to observe. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it. I just want to see Not it. this time. <laughs> and well, but we see why. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, wait, you took my companion. You took my friend. Now I'm involved. Mm-hmm. You know. So. I set this um, course again and you messed that up as well. Yeah, yeah that's true too. I have to fix this. Just... Yeah. Yeah, I totally have to fix this. Cool. Anything else? All right. So this wraps up Bad Wolf. Join us next time mm-hmm. for... Are we going to vote? Oh, well, we got... If we would. Yeah, sure. If this can is vote. A... <laughs> <laughs> would we show so, this to yeah a would viewer? we recommend yeah. this to a new who viewer kelsey oh okay well yeah um thinking about this near the end of the of watching this episode i was starting to think of this question and i think i would show it to a new who new who viewer that's it like it's a tongue that's a tongue twister um <laughs> i mean not not like going out of my way to be like hey you've never watched it come watch this episode but i think if if you're someone who's like watching through the series and a friend wants to join you for this particular episode, I think it would be safe for them to join you for this episode. And it would be an episode that they would leave wanting to watch more of Doctor Who. So my yes, vote is I yes. Agree. Good. Josh. I, I I agree with that too. Sir. I don't think it would be one to show someone, but I do think that if they did sit down with you and watch like, oh, what are you watching? It would be like, oh, well, how did all this come to be? It might make someone very curious, but I mm. think, oops, sorry, but I think because it, it has all those game show bits, it, it's not mm-hmm. sort of a classic feel of an episode. It's got other stuff in it that feels like the game shows. So I, I don't think it gives the pure vibe of what the show is. But if someone's open-minded enough, I think it'd, be, it'd make them curious. Good. So no-ish. I'll put you for no then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, I could. I would recommend it. Um, I kind of like the idea that it has the the game show and the reality stuff because that's a nice bridge for a new viewer to like. That's true. It's familiar, but it's also alien, so it puts them. And it's also a pretty good, decent sci-fi episode mm-hmm. with all the characters. Uh, Rose, Jack. I mean, you get to see Jack stripped a couple times. <laughs> like, I think that would keep <laughs> most people watching. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yes. Good. My vote. I kind of agree on the note-ish kind of thing because if it was someone who was young they have no idea what these episodes these sure. like shows yeah. are in particular so yeah. it's just now it's two foreign things that you have to explain so but if someone who's older who's seen 
you know, these type of reality shows or these reality shows in particular, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see how they went with this, but it's a no-ish, so no. I'll say no. I'll put you for no. <laughs> Frank. We're being the first episode to introduce to someone. That's what we're talking about. Yes, yes. correct. And that, I kept going back and forth because of when Rose supposedly dies, you don't have the same investment. Oh, absolutely. As somebody who's seen other episodes and know the character. But, uh, so, I mean, so the go doctor's to, reaction. Right, but I'm going to go, you... so that's why I'm going to yes, because <laughs> I think it does show a lot of just the silliness that can be part of the doctor, which is the whole beginning and going on these game shows. And I think there are enough in our culture where we get the idea of what a reality show is, you know, so even if we're not familiar with these particularly, you get it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the seriousness that can be also the doctor and just the emotion that goes along mm-hmm. with all that. I would say yes. All right. Yes. You can is. show this to somebody for the first one and they can get involved in it and wanting to see where is this going for the next episode. Right. I was going to say no, even though I love this episode, mm-hmm. but now I'm going to say yes because of that, because of the character. Mm-hmm. And also rewatching it again, they do put, they do give you the uh, prologue of the, the previous the, yeah, stuff. The, yeah. yeah, from the long game. And even um, the Big Bad Wolf, Big Bad, the Bad Wolf <laughs> reference, they show brief clips. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe this isn't one that if I sat down and said, I'm going to show this episode to you, maybe I wouldn't do that. But this would also be for a person who's just flipping stations and Doctor Who comes on. I could see them watching this and going, well, this is really good. Yeah. So yeah, yes, you, yes. You wouldn't say, no, don't watch this one yet. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. Um, so it's yes. Cool. And I would recommend this episode. Yay. So that's it. But I get why you but I also get, <laughs> now I also we can get wrap why up. You wouldn't. I also oh, understood. totally agree with why you wouldn't. Yeah, but Makes there sense. Were, so, we're both no issues, so it's kind of a Because it's such a good episode, I yeah. think. But on these you either have to click yes or click no. <laughs> there no is no ish. ish. <laughs> because no from ish. for me binary. Everything's gray. For, for me, the um the recap in the episode makes it worth recommending to a new who viewer because mm-hmm. i didn't recommend father's day because you don't really get that recap with rose and the relationship with here you can kind of get it so the ending could still be meaningful because i do think you'd be able to pick it all up yeah absolutely. i mean you know the right. weakest link mm-hmm. is just a trivia game yeah what not to wear yeah, is just silliness very well. you know and yeah. and also i was kind of surprised at well at least from the doctor's point of view he's not in the game for very long no, I remember thinking, you know, oh, that's the one where they're in the games the whole time. They're not. Just Rose. <laughs> it's just roses, yeah. So it's it's like, no. And that's all thanks to Roderick keeping her because he wants yeah. to beat her at the end. I mean, that and I do think it's it's good that they chose a, a silly tone for when they're, he's in the game. Because then if you're not familiar with the game, you're still getting that this is a little silly. You're not, you know, right. supposed to be completely dramatically invested. Good. So that wraps up Bad Wolf. Um, take two. <laughs> You've heard our views. We have another potential companion. Do you think Linda with a Y would have been a good addition to Team TARDIS? Email us at whonewpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, join us next time for the conclusion of Series 1 with The Parting of the Ways. Yay! Join us next time when the future becomes the present. You just listened to an episode of Who Knew? Our wonderful theme music is by Michael Grady. You can find his work at theuniverseexplodes.com. You can also find this show in several places. Follow us on Twitter at Who Knew Podcast. Subscribe, review, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Who Knew Podcast. 
All our episodes are on whonewpodcast.com, and you can leave comments there. Or email us at whonewpodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is inspired by Doctor Who, the longest-running sci-fi show in history, and especially the revival spearheaded by Russell T. Davis. Thanks to Russell, Sidney Newman, Verity Lambert, Ron Grainer, and all those involved in the adventures of our favorite Time Lord. Your work continues to inspire and entertain.